It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is March 8th, 2018. My name is Philip rossman Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Having with you here on a Thursday. Uh, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. Today, on today's episode, we'll talk all about that controversial finish with the Los Angeles Lakers, including that entire game, and then talk a little bit about the positive signs, or at least the message that that Frank Vogel seems to be trying to carry out uh, as these games go on, and whether it's going to actually lead to some results down the road. So, take a little bit of a positive view, because there there were good things that came out of this game, just as, as there are always bad things that come out of losses, and it's not to accept losses, and I'm sure there's people saying this is the perfect kind of loss, Magic played hard, they showed they could win the game, and then they didn't, helps the tank, yada, 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 let's just dive right into the game itself. The Orlando Magic went to Los Angeles, second game of the road trip, Gave themselves a real opportunity to win the game, a real uh, a game that the, really the Magic could have and should have won. They did everything, just about everything they needed to do to win the game. Down by seven points with about a minute 34 to play. Let's go right to the end, why don't we? No, no use bearing the lead. Down by seven with a minute 34 to go. Orlando started an incredible run to go up by one point with five seconds left. Shelvin Mack hit a three. Shelvin Mack hit another three. Jonathan Simmons got got to the basket a few times. Got to the basket a few times, and or, or that's Orlando was down by eleven actually at one point. Shelvin Mack had a couple threes to bring the Magic a little bit closer. Jonathan Simmons got to the line against against Lonzo Ball several times. Got to the basket, started scoring, and all of a sudden the Magic found themselves down by one. Now, Jonathan Simmons actually missed a free throw that would have tied the game, uh, but. Lonzo Ball decided to shoot a really ill-advised three-pointer, and Aaron Gordon tracked down the rebound. A, a big bounce, you know, one of those long rebounds that are hard to track down, very similar to that game against Oklahoma City a few years ago. Gordon tracks it down, drives straight through the defense through three different players, gets all the way to the basket, and scores to give the Magic a one-point lead with five seconds to go. It's, it, it really felt like the Magic had pulled one out, pulled one out of nowhere. To get the win, but this is the magic, and this team still has a lot to learn. And unfortunately, it was a veteran who made a very big mistake. The Lakers inbounded the ball directly to Brook Lopez. Lopez kind of Vucevic tried to take a swipe at the ball, tried to steal the ball, was really playing up on Lopez, and Lopez turned and got by him. Vucevic fouls Lopez with 0.6 seconds left. Lopez makes both free throws to put the Lakers up by one, and from there, the craziness begins. Like I said, no sense bearing the lead here. I am not a proponent of blaming the refs for anything. I'm not a proponent for even saying that this is the reason why the Magic lost. You're down by one with .6 seconds to go. You did this to yourself. But what happened on that final play 
was confounding, confusing, and very frustrating. I do not blame Frank Vogel for being as upset as he was. I do not blame Nikola Vucevic and Aaron Gordon and all the Magic players who talked to the media for feeling the frustration after this play. Orlando, of course, with six-tenths of a second left, have plenty of time. Not plenty of time, but they have time to get a good shot. And indeed, they try to get a shot for Aaron Gordon. A lob play to Aaron Gordon. That's exactly what you should do in this situation. But they're unable to get it done. They are unable to uh, to, to, to get the shot off. In fact, they're not even able to get a playoff. Because as the ball is in the air, before it's even touched by anyone, someone started the clock. Might have been the refs, might have been the game ops people. No one's quite sure who started the clock, but the clock started early, and the ball was in the air at the time. And apparently, according to the NBA rulebook, that makes it a jump ball. And so the Magic went from at least having a chance to win the game with the little bit of time that they had left to having no chance to win the game because a jump ball from center court at that, that's no chance to win. That play was disappointing, a sign of frustration, uh, and, and certainly uh, 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 just it, it, it's not a way basketball game should end. It just, you know, I think Aaron Gordon said it best. You know, and I think Aaron Gordon will get fined for this comment, but Aaron Gordon did say after the game that he, the refs shouldn't decide the game. A foul on one end, and Aaron Gordon got fouled on his lob, which may or may not have counted, but that's neither here nor there. A foul on one end to make the game-winning free throws, and then a a clock mismanagement on the other end. That's not how a basketball game should end. And like a good story, everyone remembers the end. If you know me, if you if you listen to this podcast, you will hear me say I don't believe in clutch minutes. Aaron Gordon, Jonathan Simmons were very clutch tonight, but. I don't believe in clutch minutes. There's nothing more. There, there's nothing different about those final two minutes compared to the other 46 in a game. And it's within those other other 47, 59 minutes that that game was played. It was not that final play. It was not that final botch. It was Jonathan Simmons missing a free throw late in the game that made it a one point game. That made it a one point deficit that Orlando overcame in the end to to take a one-point lead, put themselves in position to win with five seconds to play. It was in the Magic giving up an 11-0 run after the game was tied at 85 and forcing them to go kind of into scramble mode to come back into the game. This was a close, tight game. The Magic and the Lakers were going back and forth throughout the second half. Aaron Gordon took some Ill-advised shots, I thought, tried to force some things, and the Lakers took advantage. The one time the Magic's defense really slipped all night. Or not the one time, but a time where the Magic's defense really slipped without the offense picking up the slack. It was lost in the Magic giving up a 15-point lead in the first quarter, or in the uh, first quarter 15-point lead, giving that up in the second quarter with a bench unit that just could not get the ball moving and really struggled on the defensive end. 
as Isaiah Thomas started in and out. It was it was lost in a team that could not stop Brooke Lopez, could not stop Julius Randle, could not stop Kyle Kuzma, could not stop Isaiah Thomas. Let Lonzo Ball shoot a ton of threes and make a bunch of them. A team that was inconsistent defensively, to say the least. I thought they were very good in the first quarter. The rest of the game was very hit or miss. The game was not lost on that final play, as heartbreaking and frustrating as it was. It was lost everywhere else. And while Orlando made a great run, the kind of run that I'll explain in a little bit, the Magic typically give up and lose in the most frustrating ways. While the Magic finally did that to someone else, they didn't get all the way there. It's still a loss in the end, and while some people might say it is the kind of loss the Magic need, I know from, from the way the guys played and the way the guys fought that this, this is the kind of game that the Magic need to find a way to win, and at some point need to learn how to win, or how to prevent from being such a mess at the end to begin with. As I always tell people, Good teams don't win close games. They avoid them. And they avoid them exactly for the reason the Magic lost Wednesday's game. A touch foul on Brooke Lopez for the game-winning free throws, followed by clock mismanagement from the game ops crew, not even from and the referees. Essentially, the Magic allowed the referees to control who won this game. And they didn't have to, because they did a lot of really good things all night long. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Let's run through the final stats real fast. Uh, Aaron Gordon, 28 points, 14 rebounds, 11 for 20 shooting, 4 for 6 from the three-point line, uh, 2 for 7 from the foul line. A big blemish on his night. Really struggled uh, from the foul line. But overall, Aaron had a fantastic game. One of his better scoring outputs in a long time. He did... A very good job recovering, and and really from the beginning, he was not going to make let uh, have two bad games in a row. He was not going to play the way he played against Utah. Too much isolation, too much of of the things that he gets stuck with. He kept the ball moving. He attacked the basket. He cut well, which he's very good at. I don't think uh, people give Gordon enough credit for cutting the way he does. Um, but uh, Gordon was everything the Magic needed. He was everything that the Magic have wanted him to be and everything that the Magic get when he plays at this high level. Gordon was fantastic, to say the least. Absolutely fantastic. And this is the kind of game that the Magic need from Aaron Gordon more often. He had one stretch where he made those mistakes, and he's a young player. He's going to make some mistakes still and still try and figure things out. He had one stretch where he did make those mistakes. 
but he recovered from them and, of course, made a huge play at the end to give the Magic a one-point lead. Dug out a rebound in a game where the Magic were really struggling to dig out rebounds. Nikola Vucevic, 24 points, 11 for 18 shooting, 12 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 block shots. An, an interesting game for Nikola Vucevic, to say the least. I think, on one hand, his offense is as as good as it can be. I mean, he is a fulcrum for this offense. Orlando can give the ball to him in the high post. He will make the right play. He will make shots. He'll, he'll take it to the rim. He'll keep the ball moving. He is, he is a good offensive player. There's no denying his offensive skill at this point, and the numbers back that up. He played a fantastic offensive game. Where Vucevic continues to struggle is on the defensive end, and it's nothing new for anyone who's watched this Magic team for a long time, and it was that way against the Lakers on Wednesday. Gave up a lot of penetration, was late coming in on rotations, um, You know, didn't challenge shots super effectively, Gave up deep post position to Brooke Lopez, who had a fantastic game. Um, it was a, it was a, uh, a you know, a, unfortunately a typical Nikola Vucevic game. He can give you a lot on the offensive end, but he can also take away a lot on the defensive end. Brooke Lopez, twenty-seven points, twelve for eighteen shooting. Uh, you know, no rebounds for him, but didn't need to rebound with Julius Randle grabbing eleven rebounds, with Kyle Kuzma grabbing. 10 rebounds, Lakers with 7 offensive rebounds in the game, and the Lakers just attacking the basket really effectively. Um, They were very, very good getting to the rim, and Vucevic was not giving much of a presence. LA finishes the game with 58 points in the paint as Orlando continues to struggle uh, on, on that front, one of the worst teams in the league giving up points in the paint. That, of course, falls a little bit to DJ Augustin, 3 for 10, 9 points, left the game with an injury, uh, Evan Fournier also str- uh, had a de- had a good game, 11 points, 5 for 6. He also left with an injury, but again, defense was the problem for the Magic, especially against those Lakers guards. Lonzo Ball, 16 points, 6 for 16 shooting. Isaiah Thomas, 13 points, 5 for 12 shooting. Cal Kuzma, especially, 20 points, 9 for 16 shooting. 10 rebounds for him, 3 steals as well as um, the, the the Lakers were able to get into the paint and able to, uh, to really make the Magic's life kind of hard. Um, really just stress the defense out. Jonathan Simmons, 9 points, 2 for 6 shooting for him. DJ Augustin, again, 9 points uh, off the bench. Mario Zoni scored 9 points on 3 for 10 shooting. Did not like a shot selection all game. Um, but, you know, did, he, Zoni was still very, very good. Freelanced a little bit too much on defense, but still very, very good. Um, Shelvin Mack, 9 points, 3 for 7 shooting, 3 for 4 from beyond the arc. Made some big threes in the fourth quarter to keep the magic in the game. But overall, Orlando just not able to get over the hump. Um, just the offense was just a little too inconsistent, too reliant on Gordon Vucevic. Defense was there in spurts, not all the time, but there in spurts. Uh, and Orlando just was not able to 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 make the make that last play that they needed. And it was really just that last play. And so you could point to a lot of different moments where things kind of fell apart. But Orlando certainly could feel like they should have and could have won this game and weren't able to do it. Again, the final score, the Los Angeles Lakers 108, the Orlando Magic 107. The final at the Staples Center in Los Angeles on Wednesday. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, 
Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And, you know, I'm going to be a positive guy here. I'm an optimist. Um, So maybe I'm searching for a moral victory, which I've railed against in the past. Um, But, you know, Frank Vogel has said, uh, said, uh, made a comment or or used a, a similar talking point that I think deserves some examination. I mean, he said after Wednesday's game, and he said this after several games, several recent games as well, you know, our guys are doing the right things. We're playing the right way or we're trying to play the right way. And I'm disappointed we didn't get the result. And in no place can I think that 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 is more apt than in this game. The Magic did a lot of the right things. The Magic were able to move the ball and play with the pass. 31 assists on 42 field goal makes is a very good number. They were able to get baskets. They were scrambling on defense. They weren't perfect defensively. They weren't keeping guys out of the paint all the time. But they were good enough defensively. And at the end of the game, the Magic did, nearly did, to the Lakers what so many teams have done to them. Come back from an impossible margin. The site Unpredictable, a stat site that tracks win probability, said with the Lakers up by 7 with a minute 34 to play, they had a 98.2% chance of winning. 98.2. The Magic have lost games before with worse, for sure. But they were able to come back. They didn't give up on the game. They fought. You saw the urgency pick up. The team began to to, to fight for the win. This is not a team that's packing it in. Because they easily could have. Down by 11 in the fourth quarter. Game was over. It felt over at that point. Down 7 with a minute 34. It felt over. And yet... Orlando kept fight, fighting and finding a way. And eventually, they pushed themselves into the lead. They gave themselves, theoretically at least, a possession to win the game. Not only that, they had the lead with five seconds to play. To me, that does speak to a team that A, is trying to do the right things, and B, is capable of doing them. And so now the question becomes, when do the results follow? When do when does the when does the effort lead to the results? When does the process create results, so to speak? You know, you say process over results enough times, but results are kind of important. They reinforce good habits. They build confidence. 
And that is something this Magic team is absolutely in need of. They clearly had the confidence and the belief that they could still win this game. And if you're looking for some moral victory, that is one. But of course, the results still have to come too. That matters in the end. This is a zero-sum game. You win or you lose. The Magic have to find a way to win these games still. They've still got a lot to learn. They've still got a long way to go. They've still got a lot of growth and development to do. Their willingness to fight is a positive sign. Their, you know, their their willingness to play for each other, even if it's not perfect, and it doesn't have to be perfect at this point, their willingness to stick with a lot of the things they're trying to do is a positive sign. But clearly this team still has a long way to go. Clearly things are not perfect yet. Clearly they don't have that extra little bit. I said this during the game. I think I wrote about it a little bit too. On Monday, the Los Angeles Lakers gave up a 15-point lead in the fourth quarter and lost to the Portland Trailblazers at home. This was their chance to learn a lesson. A lesson that maybe they didn't learn because they lost another 11-point lead at home and just eked out a game on a fa- on couple of free throws. The Magic now have their chance to learn a lesson. How will they respond in Sacramento? Against the team, yes, and I get the implications of that matchup. How will they respond in Sacramento? Are they going to play with the same fire, the same urgency, the same energy? Are they going to keep the ball moving? When things get tough, when the offense gets stuck, are they going to stick to their defense that they have for the last four games? Are they going to keep playing the right way and building upon these lessons until they get the result they desire? That's going to be the big question for Friday night against Sacramento. Well, thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can, of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic, as well as like us on Facebook at Locked on Magic. You can follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. And, of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. Once again, the final score to the game, the Los Angeles Lakers 108, the Orlando Magic 107. Orlando's back in action in Sacramento on Friday night. We'll have a complete preview of that game on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic. But until then... For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman-Reich. I will see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.